0: Everybody is a Christian, they say. The most widely diffused of all faith, there are so many different beliefs and faith to the point that Christ is being left out of Christianity. The religion world has dropped down to name only. Without a lifestyle, the whole world has become a Christian to the point it's hard to detect a real one from the fake one. Therefore, there are those that practice Christianity in name only. Don't make God no different. Why you running around hollering, "I'm a Christian"? You gotta show God what you is. Amen. Everybody, every every devil out there is hollering they are Christian. Amen. But you ain't showing God nothing, and you're gonna bust hell wide open. There are many that claim to be Christian, but according to the scripture, they are not practicing Christianity. They are practicing heathenness ways and are calling. Themselves Christian don't make you a Christian You are what you live before God Come on somebody Either you are a heathen or you are a Christian They both carry two different lifestyles. Which lifestyle is you living? Which lifestyle do you pattern your life after? one knows God by their life and the other claims him by name only amen heathens are sometimes called christians by their uh, religious practice but are unsaved and hell bound they clean up and look good on the outside huh looking like a child of god but do the work of the enemy They emulate the worship of Christ, but not after the life of Christ. They want to sing, shout, dance, but no lifestyle. You ain't done nothing. Come on, somebody. You ain't did nothing but look like what you are, a fake. And God has a place for all fakers and shakers. Matthew 7, verses 13 says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that lead to destruction. And many there be which go therein. Everybody wants to have it, they wait there was a contrast of two ways here two trees or two professions maybe two foundations here jesus gave a description of the two ways which is different lifestyle different life in action in the end at the straight gate means narrow entrance The one must come through in order to reach the path that leads to eternal life. The way that enters in to lead to eternal life is not wide. It's narrow. Come on somebody. It is precise. It is a way that God will be well pleased with. So you have to examine the way that you are headed. Is I'm headed in a direction that God is well pleased with, or am I still following my own way? But there are many that chose the wide path. where was broad. Broadway is having an ample distance between both sides. You can move around a little bit. (laughs) You got space that you can do it your way. It covers a large number and wide scope of subjects and areas. This way of life leads to eternal separation from God. The gate that leads to life is narrow. And the Bible says, which I didn't get down to it, there'll be few, there'll be few that finds it. Everybody ain't going that way. Everybody is not going down a narrow path. You gotta decide, am I on a path that got too much room? Because see, a narrow path, it don't have a whole lot of room for mistakes. It don't have a whole lot of room for error. It don't have a whole lot of room for doing it your way. It is a narrow and precise way. Am I right about that? It leads, and a few define it. It's called discipline yourself by the word of God. If you're going to be in the narrow scope of this way, you're going to have to discipline yourself. And guess what? You don't want to talk to yourself. You always want somebody else to talk to you. When are you going to learn how to talk to your own self? Hey Amen. I can't do that. I got to stop that. That is against God. At some point, we got to talk to discipline our own self. Because you know what? If you don't discipline your own self, and then when somebody else disciplines you, that's when you get the rocks in your jaws. Come on now. So you got to be disciplined by the word of God. What God's Word said, which narrows it down to the things that are acceptable to God. Jesus is both the gate and the way that leads to life. So guess what? You got to enter in at the approved gate of Jesus Christ. You just can't go into everybody. Guess what? The devil got a wide gate. You can enter the wide gate and you can do it the way you want to do it. Come on, somebody. You can have it your way until it's time to pay the piper. But when it's time to pay God, the devil going to leave you standing all by yourself. Beware of false prophets. This concept fits under the broad way. Since many are being led the wrong way, they are obviously being led by the wrong people. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Too often folks is following folks instead of following Christ. Come on now you rather follow your buddies than you know that they don't want no part of God. But you will follow them, but you won't follow God. And God is the one that's got eternal life. God is the one that's going to save you. Come on now. False prophets appear in sheep clothing. In other words, he said, preaching, but denying and distorting the truth. Just because you preach don't mean that you're telling the truth. They distort the truth of the gospel. They look like lambs, but they act like wolves. He said, Check out their fruit. What they produce truth or lie? Look at their actions of their lies. Also, the doctrine that they proclaim. Every good tree brings forth good fruit consistently. Likewise, a corrupt tree. Bring forth evil fruit, rotten fruit, continually. It is unhealthy for your soul. Good God Almighty. We don't worry about what we feed in our soul. We just worry about what we feed in our flesh. Amen. Your flesh is killing you. Therefore, from these two trees, the consistent production of fruit, whether good or evil in a person's life, will bear evidence Whether or not your life is in Christ. Good God Almighty. If it's unfruitful, it's going to go to the fire. Your life, what it produced, tells, look here. You don't get nothing else. Your life, what you produce, tells where you are. Amen. Matthew 6, 1 through 5 said, Jesus warned us. Not to give arms before men just to gain human recognition. The one that do this righteousness to be recognized are seen by men. You got your reward on earth, not from God. You got your pat on the back here. Stop tooting your own horn about what you've done or what you do to be publicized. For your righteousness. It's called hypocrisy. It's called play acting. Come on somebody. Some folks want to be known. By their much giving. But the real key in giving. Is to do it unto the Lord. Why say the father. Which see it in secret. Shall reward you openly. Amen. Look at the word hypocrite. Stage actor pretenders A person who indulge in lying, living a lie, telling a lie. A person who put on a false appearance of religion and live like the world. Did you hear that? A false pretense of religion, but you choose to live like the world. You are Christian in name only with no godly lifestyle he or she does not actually possess the life of a born again child of the living god a hypocrite draws nearer toward god with their mouth talk a good game give god accolades from their lips but never give god their heart wow where the world do you think you're gonna go What in the world do you think you're going to get from God? Come on, somebody. God ain't looking for lip service. He's looking for heart service. Where your heart is. What you're giving God from your heart. You are known as a false worshiper. You rely on the doctrine of men not obeying the word of God. Good example of Christian in name only. Amen go over here to Romans chapter 1 and then I'm gonna hop down in uh, Christian living because sister Marcia didn't need me enough time. That's alright. It was your day. Be my day tomorrow. Romans 1 and 21 says because that when they knew God, these are not folks that were ignorant to the fact that God lives. Come on, somebody. They glorified Him not as God. But look what He said Neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Good God Almighty. Folks that knew God, but allowed the devil to darken their heart. Folks that knew God did not reverence him as God and was not thankful of him being God. Come on, somebody. That they came vain in their own imagination, professing themselves. Here, here, Here we go professing themselves to be wise they became fools thinking they're smart thinking you can outsmart god think you can outtalk god you think you can hide something from god the bible said you became a fool and guess what he said and changed the glory of the uncorruptible god into the image made unto corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things all up on your walls all up on your mountain. Come on somebody you placing your gods? come on now they can't see can't do nothing for you they don't live and you ain't gonna live come on now Wherefore God also gave, look what God did. So therefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own heart to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. He said, I'm going to give you up to your nastiness. I'm going to give you up to what you want to do. I'm going to give you up to the lifestyle you want to live. That's what the book says. To the point that you're going to get so far out of reach, you're going to start desiring the same sex you are. Man going to start desiring a man and a woman going to start desiring a woman. Stay, hang out there. Come on, somebody. Who changed the truth of God into a lie. Oh, Lord, have mercy. they doing that now. Huh? that homosexuals can be saved. Yeah, they can if they come out of homosexuality. Come on, somebody. But if they hang in there and keep doing it, they're going to bust hell wide open. Because God created a man, a man, and a woman, a woman, and he ain't changing. He ain't changing to fit your nastiness. Come on now. So... And they worship and serve the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Lord, have mercy. Come on now. They turn around and they start putting more confidence in man than they did put in God. Wow. If you was if you had any ear for social media, all of that. One that they had so high up on the pedestal. Now they're trying to chop them down. God's going to chop down everything that gets put up above him. Go on and make your gods. god got a place for them. Come on now. He's going to show you that he's bringing down every god. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affection, for even their women did change the natural use unto that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of a woman, burning in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving themselves the recompense of their error which was met. Ain't nothing more nasty than to look at two damn cheating men, I'm going to make you cute. Come on somebody. But that don't excuse the women either. Come on somebody. Amen. Because if a woman going with another woman and she still got to go to the store to get something to satisfy the need then she ought to know that both of them is women and they both need a man. They might be looking like the one but they ain't now. You're trying to look like one. You're trying to stay the part of a man, but you cannot you can't they can't successfully play the part of a man unless they go to the store. Huh? And by parts to be a man. And you're still not a man. Come on somebody. Come on somebody. So guess what? Be what God said you are. For he turned you over to a reprobated mind. That you will start believing a lie before you believe the truth. And even if they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. You better watch how you discharge the knowledge of God in your thinking. Come on somebody. Because you know what? We can say what they're doing, but guess what? We won't be but one step from it. Come on, somebody. So don't just bank on what, saying what they're doing, because you ain't too far from it yourself. Hello, somebody. Because all they do is God, God just make a change. All it takes is God to drop you. And if God drop you, Guess what? You can't be saved. Give them over to a reprobated man. Reprobated. What's a reprobate? I need somebody to go to their smartphone and read reprobate. It's more than disturbed. You're going to believe a lie before you believe the truth. Yeah, I want the definition. Found it yet? Nobody found it. That's enough right there. Reject the gospel. And God reject you. If you reject the word of God, God eventually go reject you. And you will not have a mind to be saved. Come on somebody. Don't let God reject you. Don't you reject God and he won't have a reason to reject you. And when you reject God, it means your life has rejected God. Not because of your what you say out of your mouth. It's your life that done rejected God. After he didn't tried to save you. After he didn't went through all the stuff of pulling you out, Lamont. And we go back, we rejected God. And then, can I tell you, and it be hell to tell the captain trying to get back. If you can get back. If he turn you over to reprobate, you're not going to get back. Come on, somebody. Oh, if he turns you over to a reprobate, oh, it's going to get worse. If he turns you over to a reprobate, to do those things which are not convenience, being filled with all. Un- See, you go from doing one thing to doing them all. You don't just stop at one thing. You start doing them all. fornication, Wickedness. covetousness, Maliciousness. Full of envy and murder. Debate. Deceit. Malignant whisperings. Backbaggers. Haters of God. Despisers. Proud. Boasters. Benders of evil things. Disobedient to parents. Without understanding. Covenant break and guess what? That's the old, when you get down to you being a covenant breaker, God made a covenant with you, and now you choose to be a covenant breaker. Come on now. Covenant breaker without natural affection. Mm. Yeah. Woo. Come on, somebody. It's tough when your when the same when your same sex start looking good to you, huh? Come on now. It's tough when you start talking about woo. How, another man talking about how fine that man looked, huh? Another woman looking at another woman and talking about how good she looked to her. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to use my sister-in-law in in a minute. I hope she don't mind. For another woman, I look at my sister-in-law and say, I heard that blunders have (laughs) more (laughs) fun. Come on, somebody. Without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, you know what god is going to do to you you know what the judgment of god is going to be for you then that they which commit such things is worthy of death not only do the same but have pleasure in them that do it come on somebody But watch the places you go to <laughs> Come on now. Watch the places you go to. Christian Liberty. My time I got here. Freedom. Huh? Christian Liberty is freedom. Free from what? Free from living a life of sin. Free from tradition of men. Amen. You are free from having to keep the law because you are saved by Jesus Christ. You didn't know freedom until Christ rescued you from the shackles of sin. We thought we had it going on. We didn't know nothing about freedom. Amen. When you step out of Christ, you lost your liberty. The ultimate freedom is spiritual liberty in God. And this can only be experienced when a person abandoned their carnal nature and allowed Christ to become their Lord and master. Oh, Maybe that's the problem. We don't want him to become Lord and Master. See, when you become Master, then that means that you got to do what your Master said. And then if you're not doing what your Master said, then he's not your Lord. uh uh-uh. uh So that puts it on a personal basis. Come on now. Or I'm living in liberty or have I bound myself again? Oh, it's easy to go back in the chapel. All you got to do is keep looking across the fence. You keep looking across the fence, you're going to cross the fence. Come on, somebody. You you, you keep focusing your eyes on it. you going. Amen. Because that old current nature in you that used to desire it, now it's going to creep back up. Huh? And now you find yourself throwing one leg over the fence and the other one is following it. Once you make it all the way over, you're going on. Come on now. So. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Because I'm telling you, when you're trying, you know what? I'm glad you said that. When you jump the fence, and you're trying to get back over the fence is much higher it ain't the same height you got no climbing to do to get back over the fence that you once jumped over did that make sense in other words it might have been easy for you to jump back over but it's sure gonna be hard to get back go to Philippians Chapter 3. When you jumped the fence, you jumped it smooth. When you tried to come back over, you thought you had cleaned up everything that they didn't know it. And all your back was tore out. All your butt was exposed because you thought you had got them back over clean. But God gonna need need some part of you being exposed. Come on, somebody. There's one thing I know about God. You ain't gonna play tic-tac-toe with Him. Huh? You gonna be real or you gonna be still. You gonna be saved or you gonna be damned. You got choices. You gonna be a Christian in name only. Are you going to be one for real? You got to make a choice. If this life is worth living, you got to live it. You ain't going to have the best of both worlds. I'll tell you that now. You may be thinking you got the best of both worlds, but your best one is the one that you put the most time in. Did that make sense? Philippians 3 and 13 says, I, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling, in god in christ jesus you got to have a press in your life to do right right just don't fall in your hand right is a job to do and unless you press toward doing right guess what you will do everything wrong am i right about that that means that you gotta talk to your own self sometime Stop waiting on somebody else to tell you the much you got to stop. You got to get to the point that you tell your own self to stop. Because guess what? If God have to tell you to stop. There's some consequences behind it. And you ain't going to like them. Amen. Paul referred to both. When he was talking about himself. He referred to both His credentials. Which he counted as all loss. Paul talked about the things that he used to be. His used to be accol- accolades and his uh his his uh credentials, his success, his achievements. Uh, sometimes we get hung up on what we used to do. We get hung up on what we used to have, and God is trying to bring your mind out. The way he can make your mind new that he can give you new things to have. That he can give you a new life to have. That he can set you up on a new success, which is eternal life. In his pursuing his goal to know Christ, he refused to let past guilt put him down or cause his spiritual disaster. And see, and that's the thing, the problem that we got. We go on a guilt trip. About where we used to be And we wind up going back where we used to be And saying what's the use After God done brought you out Yeah it was some use It was some use for you to have liberty It was some use for you being free in Christ Jesus You decided to give up your freedom Wow Other words Up with the devil than to be free in God. So put the cuff back on me. I'd rather be a slave to my habits than to be free in God. Come on, somebody. Wow. Those things that are before you got to look at the goals. That God has set for you to achieve in him. There is no goal higher than eternal life. Come on now. And guess what? And while you sought after eternal life, you can go through here with some joy. Huh? Come on now. You can go through here with some content. You ain't got to go and find your peace in the world when you got your peace in God. Sit your old tail down, find you a movie to look at or something. We all refer to his goals to know Christ. We all that implies. With all that implies to the life of Christ. Experience his power. And participating in his suffering. Becomes more like him in death. And experience the resurrection of life. Uh When I die I want to get up. If the word of God said if I die in Christ. I shall be raised in Christ. Why do I want to die on the outside? Knowing that if I don't die in Christ, that I'm going to have to stay down to judgment day. And if I got to stay down to judgment day, it ain't going to be no pretty sight. Come on, somebody. So what you got to do? You got to press. You got to move forward. You got to push your life. You got to exert yourself. Come on, somebody. You gotta. Use, sometimes you got to use some physical force. Come on now, because guess what? You are not wrestling with flesh and blood, but you are wrestling with spirits in high places, and you got to push to make it in. Come on, somebody, you ain't gonna walk in easy. It ain't gonna be just no no walking the park. You and I both got to push to make it in to heaven. You got to push and force yourself at all costs to obtain spiritual gain. Because guess what? That's where you got to go. You got to get some spiritual gain. You got to get some spiritual go through. You got to press your way through here. Amen. You think that Jesus went through all that he went through for you not to put up a press? Come on now. Amen. When Jesus was was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, you don't think he had to put up a press against the devil? The devil brought everything that he could against him? Amen. Did you be the son of God, turn these stones attacked his hunger because he knew he had been fasting. The devil knows what you like. Huh? Good God Almighty. And a lot of time he make it available to us, don't he? He told him, said, come up on this high mountain. And showed him all the city. Oh, we love bright lights. Huh? One thing about it, the flesh do, it loves nightlife. It loves nightlife. Because they think in nightlife is where all the fun is. Huh? And that's what the devil presents to you all the time. Come on up here and let me show you all of the city that I give you. If you just fall down and worship me. And boy, we hit them knees real quick, don't we? <clears throat> huh? Because we give in to what he's saying, so we fall down and we worship him for the nightlife that he gives us, that we claim we have in found. and leading to a life of destruction. So then, tell you what. Come on over here to the edge of this cliff. Jump off this cliff and the word of God said that he has sent forth his angels to catch you before you dash your feet against a stone. Go on, nut, and commit spiritual suicide. We commit, sweet, we ain't, and look here, you might not be the committed physical suicide, but a lot of you is trying to commit spiritual suicide. Go get up on the cliff and jump off, and thinking God gonna catch you. God gave you enough sense not to get up there. Come on, somebody. A whole lot of you is practicing spiritual suicide right now. Jesus had a word from Thou shalt not tempt the Lord, Thou God. Don't you be thinking that God is tempting you with evil because he don't tempt nobody with evil you are drawn away from with, by your own flesh and enticement in other words what you want to do I'm gonna close out with this from the high call of God the divine summons extended to the believer for salvation God calls, has called us to threefold emphasis. He called all men everywhere to repent. Nobody want to repent. Nobody want to admit that they're wrong. Nobody want to tell God that they're sorry. Nobody want to tell God, help me to make a a about face and go the opposite direction that I'm heading." He called for complete dedication. And he called us to a specific spirit of service that are called to be a Christian. And to be a Christian, it means Christ-like. So we kind of messed that word up. If it means Christ-like, why are we not trying to emulate Christ? Why are we not trying to live like Christ? Why are we not trying to pattern our life? After Christ. We pattern it after everything else but Christ. But we want to claim the name Christian. You are called to sanctification. Nobody wants to be sanctified. Nobody wanna live a life, and sanctification is a life that is set apart for God's use only. Uh, we give our services up to everybody, huh? Come on now, ain't no going to all the services that you give out. Hmm. I'm just gonna call them some special services, huh? When you sense the call of God, you should respond quickly. The day that you hear my voice. Hearten not your heart. Amen. Galatians 5 and 1 says, Stand fast in the liberty that God has given you. Don't give your liberation away to folks, to spirits. Come on, somebody. Stay free if God made you free. Amen. I'm gonna call it quits because we're running over and uh Pastor ain't here if I keep you over, y'all might falsely accuse me so.